0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Dealer Talk. So, I don't know how this even came to be this episode. The the powers that be in the automotive industry universe have definitely shine upon us, but the guest that we have today is is pretty amazing. But before we get into that, let me check in with my co-host Eric.
1: Hey, great morning. Um, We we have a chance of talking or really being fed by excellence today. So, I mean, let's just jump right into it. It, It's it's a rare opportunity to be able to have somebody of this significance uh, on board. So I'm just going to shut up. Let's go.
0: (laughs) All right. So without further ado, so today we (laughs) we have none other than the number one. Uh, salesperson in the country for 2017, Mr. Ali Rita. Ali, how are you, sir? Good,
2: good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you?
0: Amazing, man. Super excited to have you on, for sure. You
2: guys had me thinking you had Tom Brady on
3: here.
0: <laughs> so, dude, this, this is pretty cool. So I've uh, obviously Ali and I have known each other for a minute. We were just kind of doing the math here of how long it's been uh, since the last time we we've kind of connected, which, you know, it's probably about 10 or so years. But, man, I've, I've um, you know, I remember, you know, collaborating with him back then and, um, you know, just always a true professional, such a, a great person. And, uh, you know, a couple months back, I um li- reading this article on Automotive News and there he is in the front page. And you know, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And I reached out to congratulate you. And, you know, h- how's that been, man? How's that feel like?
3: Yeah, man, that's,
2: that's pretty cool. Yeah, we do go way back. It's, uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's, it's been really exciting. Uh, it, it, it's really good for the industry as a whole. Um, this really kind of shines some positive light on uh on our industry, which you know doesn't always happen in, in the auto industry, as everybody kind of knows. And I feel like uh this has been really positive, man. The whole industry has rallied around it. Um and that's been like the, the most exciting positive part of the whole thing. Uh just to kind of see it see it happening live. And you know, it's been cool, man. It's been really cool. It's very exciting to to be part of it.
0: Yeah, man I bet it's got to be it's got to be pretty cool I'm sure a little overwhelming too but um, you know I can't think of a better person that deserves that dude so congratulations man, um, I, it,
2: man. I, I like I like the fact that a lot of you know the people like yourself that kind of witnessed it from the beginning you know and and it, it's not a you know a, a overnight sensation type deal you know people they seen it like yourself you know be starting out in the business and kind of progressing and building my business and clientele over the years, and you know, because a lot of people are, you know, just kind of hearing about it now in 2017, but, you know, this started back in 2001.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, for sure. No, it's, it's a journey, definitely. You know, that's the thing about success, right? For the people who, who are not a part of it, it, it looks easy because they just see the end result. But, you know, right. it's a lot of hard work, man, for sure. So... Yeah, I got tons of questions. I'm sure Eric has tons of questions, but before we, yes. we kind of get in there, um, uh, just kind of for the listeners, if you can just give us a little bit of a recap of, you know, like you said, your your beginnings, you know, what got you in the industry and kind of where you're, uh, you know, where you're at now.
2: Yeah, man, it was, uh, you know, I kind of fell into the industry, you know, I was working at a warehouse. Uh, I was there uh, for 10 years, and, you know, two, two brothers owned it and I kind of worked my way up to be like third in line and that was it. I kind of peaked and, you know, I just, I wanted more, you know, I felt like there was more. I felt like, you know, I didn't want to be stuck there in in a job, wanted a career. And a friend of mine was selling cars and he was talking to me about it, kind of fell in love with the idea and, you know, applied for a job in 2001, got it and uh, just took a chance. You know, Um, I didn't really know anything about car sales and that, but took a chance. And, uh, you know, it's a, very blessed that 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 i did and you know then i had to start over again too because in in 2010 that dealership closed down as part of the gm wind down and uh 2010 you know thought it was the the end of the career and you know hey didn't know where i was going from there and dealerships closing kind of had to regroup and stay positive and you know sometimes you think something's bad for you it turns out to be good sometimes you think something's good for you it
1: turns out to be bad
0: yeah, no, for sure. So, um, going back to the beginning, right? Because there's there's you know, for lack of a better term, there's always the stigma of of selling cars, right? There's this, you know. Um what's the you know, like why why do you think that is and, and, and you know, what would you say to those people that maybe are on the fence that are thinking, well, you know, I would like to get a career going in this field, but I feel like there's all this negative th- um, you know uh, I don't connotation or this negative attachment to that
2: yeah and it is you know and I never I didn't really know that too much and so I started getting into the business and you know then you know I think now things are starting to change I think the business has evolved uh sales have evolved um it's not your you know 1970 uh you know plaid jacket, you know, type of salesman
3: <laughs> that, you know, you
2: had jumping up and down on table saying, you know, eating a live spider and I'll do anything for a sale. It's just things have changed, you know, we've evolved. I mean, I, I I'd almost I'd almost like to change the word car salesman to to maybe car advisor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's part of the stigma. I think it's it's, you know, that negative, you know, everybody thinking that we're there for the sale, we're there for the sale where now it's a people business. You know, everybody has the same cars. Every, everybody has good cars in, in 2018. You know, what's separating you from somebody else is, is if you're a people person, if your heart's in the right place, if your mind's in the right place. So, you know, we're, we're almost advising people now on, on their car problems, solving car problems rather than trying to sell them on something. And I know that's where we kind of came from.
0: Dude, I love that. I love the, the, that idea of changing that name or changing that, that, you know, title, if you will, because I do believe that there's a you know, there's a perception that comes with everything, right? It's how you word it and, and that creates, you know, kind of how you feel about it. So I'll- I mean let's look at let's look at other industries. I mean you have, you know, realtors. I mean they're they're not called a salesman,
2: you know, they're a realtor, uh, a mortgage representative, you know, an insurance agent. You know, I mean, why, why are we still stuck in, in that sales category? Um, you know, I mean, we're, 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 we're selling cars that are more expensive than houses. And, and, and you know, I mean, we're, we're presenting a product and, and, you know, I think that advisor role is what I've always had in mind since I started. And, you know, I was blessed to kind of work with a couple of veterans early on and I got to see, you know, see them and the way they did things and they were more into relationship type selling where they're building a relationship with the customer and it's not a one night stand, you know, it's now and in the future. And I, you know, kind of adopted that and, and rolled with that whole relationship type business model. And that's been a huge success. It's been a
1: big part of my success. Ali, this is Eric. Listen, I got a great question for you. I actually have three questions for you, but I want to start out uh, number one. So how old were you in 2001 when you came into the auto business? Oh man, I'm so I'm 45 right now, so I was in my late 20s. Yeah, yeah, and and you, you talked a lot about you were you were nervous about the perception coming in. You weren't sure it was you could happen. I mean, uh when did you, after you got in the auto industry, when did it click for you? You said, you know what, I can actually make a living doing this. When when did that happen? You know, it wasn't it wasn't it was pretty quick, man. You know, it was. Like, uh
2: I, I, like I said, I was blessed to kind of work, you know, under a couple guys that I, I, I looked at as, as mentors and I, you know, kind of saw what they were doing and they weren't, they weren't into pressure selling, you know, they weren't into trying to put people in a position that they thought wasn't right for them. Um, and, you know, once I seen them and I, this guy, you know, Jerry Turkey that I worked with, and, um, he was awesome, man. People used to just come in and see him and they'd laugh and joke and, you know, and then they spending three minutes on the deal and the rest of it was just kind of, you know, having fun and catching up. And that's pretty much kind of what I'm going through now, you know? And, you know, I, I think it's having somebody like that really made a big difference in my life rather than, you know, a lot of these guys starting out and girls, and girl starting out 18, 19 years old in the business and manager tells them, Hey, go get, it. go get another one, go get another one. Right. You know, not giving them the, the ability to grow
1: and to understand the business as a whole. So the earlier you can understand that concept, uh, the faster and better you become successful. I love that. So so for clarity, in order to give a, a baseline of understanding and really uh, have people understand how fantastic it is to have you on the program, how many vehicles did you sell in 2017? Uh, 17 was 1,582. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> Bang! How do you do that, right? Hello, car world. You you think you're somebody? Here's the deal. So, my my question, my last question um, for for my little part right here is, you know, what drives you? What drives Ali? What what drives you? Man, you know, it's not. And a lot of people say, you know, hey, money's got to be great and all that. But yeah, it 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 comes with it. it. Comes with the territory. But it's more, you know, now it's being successful. Um, now it's 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 helping people every
2: day uh, that's the part that keeps me going and when you get that customer that's just kind of down on their luck and they come in and, and, and you're kind of solving this automotive problem that they have and it's changing their lives you know uh, that part is, is, is very um, you know heartfelt and you know or or somebody coming in and buying their first car um, you know we we, we forget. As, as you know, them forget how exciting it is to
3: buy a car right i mean we forget so people come in because we do it every day yeah. uh, we're immune to the new car smell we're immune to the to new car excitement um uh, so if you if you
2: kind of keep track of that and make yourself aware of what's really happening um you can actually enjoy it man every day is', is fun every day is exciting you know i i live for that part i live for the part that brings so much joy and happiness and of course you know like i said the money just comes with it
0: Right on. Yeah, for sure, man. So um, not totally switching gears here, but I wanted to, so this is a question that's been on my mind, you know, ever since we agreed that you were going to be on the show. And I was c- kind of trying to find a way to word it because it's something that I've thought about, you know, for a long time, and it's just not the case in the industry. But uh, in the in the interview that you did for Automotive News, you talked about, and I'm paraphrasing here, but you said something to the effect of, one of the things that differentiates you is that you walk the, the customer through the whole process, right, from A to Z. So you're, you're doing the, the, the demo or the, the test drive. You're, um, you know, talking about options. You, take, you do the financing, you, the, the delivery. I think uh, the article mentioned you have maybe an assistant and some other person that helps you. But for the most part, that customer is with you through the entire thing. And then you also mentioned, you said, you know, you had to earn that. It's not something that you're going to, you know, go take, you know, uh, start selling cars today and then go ask your manager tomorrow to do that. Right. You have to like you have to earn the right to do that. So my question is, don't you think that that's a better experience for the consumer just in general? And if so, why is it that it's not like that? Right. Because it seems like when in the car deal, we're ponding off customers all the time right? The salesperson to the closer, the closer to finance, finance to delivery. And that customer each time has to talk to somebody different and build a different relationship in a short amount of time versus, you know, like your process that you explain, where it's, you know, they're with you the that whole, you know, through the whole journey, if you will.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge. I mean, that's the difference between a
3: transactional sale and a relationship type sale. Right. So I, a lot of a lot
2: of dealerships are not going to give you the authority to do a lot of those things you definitely have to earn that um you know even when i started out here they were reluctant to give me you know uh full access they're like we don't give sales full access to all this stuff and i kind of laid out a business plan and explained to them hey listen this is where i'm at this is where i'm going this is going to benefit everybody um i had them me on a six-month trial period and say listen let's try it for six months if for some reason neither party's happiness not working out okay we'll we'll go back and address it so um putting a time frame on it will give you it gives them an out in case they need it uh but you know you're gonna you're gonna do fine um and and the more access and the more that you can handle as a salesperson the better you're going to become the faster you're going to become the more efficient And like you said, pawning out of a customer to two, three, four people, how could you build that relationship? You know, I mean, you just, you really can't, you don't have enough time to do that. Um, you know, I'm very transparent. I'm extremely transparent throughout the whole process. Um, you know, everybody has so much access at their fingertips. So, you know, if you're not transparent, man, you're going to get caught up. And, you know, like I said, we're, we're advising people on what they should do not trying to sell them on something that you think is not right for them. Once you take that, uh, that model and, and, and kind of, you know, really having part in it, um, things are going to start changing for you as a salesperson, because you're, you're going to sound different than the last five people they just talked to. You're, you're going to sound like yourself. And that's the type, that's how you start building relationships. People are not looking for a salesperson. They're looking for somebody to help them with their audible needs. Um, But you know, my process, my process is, is pretty fast and efficient, but not rushed. So I do talk to every single customer. Um, you know, from the beginning, I do handle finance and and they don't, my customers don't have to talk to anybody else in the dealership. They literally come to me. I do the deal from A to Z, finance and, and everything.
3: And I have an assistant. Uh, her name is Mirna. She, uh, she's wonderful,
2: absolutely wonderful. She handles all the paperwork. She handles, make sure, insurance and deal jackets. You know, um, I can't even write anything anymore because when you're busy, you know, your handwriting gets sloppier and sloppier. So I'm not even allowed to write anything anymore. So she handles all that stuff. Um, and, then, and then I do have another assistant. He's, he's part time. His name is Sam. He's, he's my young left. You know, he runs, grabs a car, parks a car pulls up a you know puts on a license plate takes somebody to service so the process is good you know every every, every level that you hit and it, it's not just because if you're doing over 100 months it's, it's every level that you your process needs to change um to get to that next level because a 12 car guy and a 30 car guy are doing different processes they're 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 just different in order to allow yourself to do more cars but that's what people got
1: to keep in mind to, to get to that next level. You have to have a process shift somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I gotta be honest with you. Having never met you face to face, I'm completely blown away by how um, genuine you are coming through. I mean, it must be just an incredible experience to, to, you know, have that relationship with you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here stunned. I mean, congrats oh, to you. Nice. I, I was expecting some type of like, you know, big fanged, uh, great white killer on the program. I, I had no idea. I, I love everything that you were saying. I absolutely love everything you say. Um, what do you think, what, what do you think is for you, for you? Well, I got two questions. Okay. I guess when was it that, that this is picked up enough that you knew that you were on track for something special as far as um you know moving units when when did that take place at at what point i mean was it 15 years ago was it 10 years ago was it five years ago you look down and you go my gosh i I have an opportunity here that i can absolutely shoot for the moon and hit some incredible numbers when did that happen so i had so you know like i said i had to start over in 2010
2: right so i would yeah. Kind of I mean, things were going wrong. I, I said, you know, do I stay in the car business? People were bailing out of the car business. They were going into other a- avenues. And I think whoever was able to ride that, that 2008, nine wage in the business did really well uh, because a lot of people kind of bailed. So, you know, that was a huge objection that, that had to overcome. And in, in
3: 2010, I started at Les uh, Stanford and it started over and, you know, the economy was coming back. Business started getting better. I started averaging, you know, 25, 30 cars
2: a month. And really something happened in, in 2010. And I met a guy named Damien Boudreau, who is a, uh, a coach, mentor, uh, motivational speaker. And he was talking about guys in the industry doing 60, 50. And, and
3: up until that point, I really wasn't aware that, that certain things were possible. And then I said to myself, "Wait a minute! If somebody's doing that, th- there's got to be a way that I can get to those levels. And,
2: and why am I not getting to those levels?" So I started reanalyzing, you know, my process and, and the things that I was doing and how involved that was with the community. You know, uh, he actually made me aware of what's possible. That's the moment that things in my
3: life changed when I when I started believing in what was possible, believing that there's there's more. And there's another level. And, you know, that year kind of went
2: through. Then I started hitting 40 and then 50. And I would never, at 50, I never seen 100. I never seen, you know, 90. At 50, I seen 60. And at 60, I seen, hey, there's more. I could get to 70 and and so forth. And I went from 70 to the average of 90. And then 90, <laughs> I never hit 100 a month. but <laughs> pretty crazy. Uh, yeah it, it, it's funny because people would say well how is that possible how do you have time to do that how could you how could you do that well again i started changing my process you know i started yes. changing that weren't important to me anymore and, and you know i wrote down my process actually a lot of guys listening out there write down your complete process and see where you have holes and where are the gaps and what's important and what's not important you know it, it just started growing you know year over year and I believed, I, and, and still to this day, I believe there's more, you know? So the the whole record thing, the record thing didn't, you know, the, the Joe Girard, Guinness Book of record didn't really come into play. I knew that record was there, but 2016, I did 1,300 cars. And I had such a strong start to 2017. In January, I hit 167 cars. Wow. Yeah, that was such a
3: strong start. February, 130 cards. March, 130. And right around June, because the momentum was going pretty strong, um, I was averaging that, you know, 130, 140 a month.
2: And around around June, I says, Wow, man, I can I can get to that number. Uh his his record was fourteen hundred and twenty five. Wow. Right around I started believing, I says, Wow, you know, if momentum keeps going. That I, I can I can get I can attain this and and up 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 until then that's the only time I really thought about that record.
1: Wow. Do you do you think that it takes a, I mean, can a used car store do those kind of numbers or is it does you do you have to be tied to a to a new car franchise? You think? I mean, what what what's the the pros and cons in your thinking on that? No, I mean, used car guys can do it. I mean, there's guys out there doing, you know, 70, 80 used cars. Um, You know, I don't think it's tied to just new cars or anything. Uh, you know, again, it's just it's believing
2: what you can do. Mm-hmm. It's a process that works, you know, for you in store. Um, and store. And, and like any business, you got to grow, right? If you got to grow, I got to think, okay, at 50 cars, I, I, I said to myself, okay, well, I could stay at 50 cars and just keep doing what I'm doing. Or I can hire somebody and kind
3: of, you know, get some help and then, and then grow my business. So at 50, I hired an assistant and said, I just
2: need somebody to answer phones and fill out these deal jackets because that was taking so much time. You know, when I did that, and obviously I had more time to help people and then my business grew and when I started getting to 70, 80, I said, I need somebody else. And then my business grew again. So, you know, it's just process changes. You gotta, you gotta think, how could my business grow? And that's what we're doing. We're running our own business inside of a business.
0: Yeah, I love that that you say that because that's. Uh, I think that that's always a gap in sales, right? It's that the salesperson always forgets, or or they don't look at it like their business, like they're self employed. They look like they're working for somebody else, and that can be very limiting. Yeah, the managers, the managers, they work for the own. Um, we work for ourselves.
2: We work for our clients. But don't work for the owners, so I don't. I don't need you know the owner coming down and pu- pushing me that day because I mean if I don't sell anything that day, then you know it's kind of a lost day. So if you need somebody pushing you to do something on a daily basis, it might be the wrong industry.
0: Yep, right on, man, for sure. So um, I wanted to talk really quick about marketing because you know there's uh, obviously at those levels. Um, you know, the, qu- the question comes in, you know, for our potential listeners, you know, the people that are taking ups, um, you know, yeah. is it something that he's doing maybe that I could do with digital media or, or, or with, uh, or digital solutions with social media, with, uh, uh, you know, third-party sites, like, can you talk a little bit about your marketing strategy? And I, I, I know kind of where, where your focus is, because I obviously I read the article and you talked about that, but I just kind of want to yeah give you an opportunity to share that.
2: Yeah. I mean, any, any marketing is good. So getting your name out there, is really good. Social media, obviously is kind of where it's at, but you got to be careful with social media because if you're looking just to become popular on social media across the country, then that does absolutely nothing for your business. So for, for a guy in California to know who I am here in Michigan does nothing for my business other than it, it's a popularity contest. So that could be a, a completely different monster if you don't uh, tackle it the right way. I'm from the old school of, you know, Hey, why am I looking across the country? Why am I not looking in my backyard? Why am I not active here where I live? Um, you know, community is huge. If, if you're not involved in your community and you, you're, you don't get out there and, and let people know what you do, and, and you know, you, you're never going to get those kind of numbers. If you look at any high achiever, they're very active in your community. They're they're well-known around, you know, the auto industry, but it's more important to be known around your industry. I mean, you know, I, I tell people, I mean, I don't think there's a single business in, in Dearborn in my community that I don't know the owner or manager. I mean, I could walk into any place and they know who I am and I know who they are. That's not easy. I mean, that doesn't happen by accident. I mean, you got to get out there. You got to attend, you know, charity functions and, you know, a lot of these events and local events and you have to be present you know you can't just throw up a billboard and think people are going to come see you man you got to throw up a billboard and you got to be present where you advertise Uh, so you know i i think that's you know a forgotten thing that people are you know looking way outside of their realm rather than just looking in your backyard
0: yeah, you know, and the reason why I wanted to ask is because in that article that I that I read, you said something that I was like, "Wow, man, this is pretty powerful." But you two said, you know, the most effective piece of advertisement that you did was a uh, an ad at a community center, right? On like their yeah. their their board, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty crazy." Yeah, so, yeah, because you you know, but I but I could put that I could put up that banner at that community center, uh, and just hope people will see it, or I can
2: be present there and i can frequent there and i can play basketball with the members there and i can be seen there that's a whole nother level of advertising now you're advertising and you're present where you advertise uh people rather do business with the real person rather than just you know the face on the billboard you become real yeah Ali, i'm
1: i'm I'm not even playing with you, brother. I'm absolutely blown away by the, the amount of knowledge you're, you're feeding us with. I'm not even playing. It's a big deal. I love how, I mean, look, we can, we could chop this up and beat some real specific segments here. There's a lot to be gained from this. I mean, we're talking about your, 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 the, the core to that, how it is you got to be where you are today. Is that number one, you believed. You you started the initiation of a belief in yourself and where the business can go and where you could take it. And then you went ahead and you defined the process. I mean, there's things that you did all on your own. I mean, coaching obviously was a great aspect for you, but you defined the process and then you invested in that process, which I think is just there there's so much to be learned there. Um, and, and I think it's complete, a complete value to the community that's listening to this is that if they could somehow, you know, s- uh, swallow the magic pill that, that helps them believe, number one, and then define their own process, um, and then invest in that process. And that could be through learning and whatnot. You've shared so much stuff here. I'm just, I, I don't want to keep talking, but I, my question to you is this. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff, man. That's a lot of stuff. You're right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what 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 do you think if you had to put a finger on um, your process and what it is that you do? Okay, and through this, whether it be through advisory role, how you move units. What is the key? What is the one thing key um, that 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 makes you stand out? What is the one thing that makes you stand out from absolutely everybody else out there. All right. So, you know, a lot of these infomercials and all, a lot of these books are like, okay, here's the key. Here's the key
2: to success. <laughs> yeah. This is the one thing that you have to just pay attention to. And, and, you know, that's how they sell these books and the secret, right? I mean, of course I have the secret handshake. I can't tell everybody about that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get me I'm a very handsome guy, and people love the way I look. <laughs> you know, no, I don't I as I used to, but it's all right. People are still okay with it. You know that—that that is right. You're right, man. You hit it on the head. You know, you know what I stopped You know what it is? I'll, I will sum it up in two words. I stopped selling. That was it. Wow! I literally stopped selling,
0: dude. That's awesome. And,
2: that's as powerful and amazing as that sounds and as scary as that sounds for salespeople. Um, you know, stop selling. You know, I, I'm not selling anything. I'm there to help somebody and I, and I hearted mean that. Uh, I, I, I have compassion for people that come in. Um, you know, when you stop selling and you take the business transaction out of it, uh, things will start changing. People will start believing in you. People, you know, people want to say, how do you have enough time to sell you know, uh, the most I ever sold was 31 cars in a day, right? So how do you do that? Uh, how, how do you average six, seven, eight, nine, ten cars every, every day, day in and day out? It's because I'm not selling anything. And, and it's really people come in now uh, because they trust me. And, and
3: their, their first things that they ask me is, well, what do you think? Where do you
2: get that? Right. You know, we can get people coming in saying, what do you think? So I'm making... Uh, and this is a pretty high number. So, I mean, this is factual. So I'm, I'm making about 80 to 85% of the decisions in my office that I'm making those. But, but, but I'm giving them the reason to believe that, right? I'm, I'm giving them the reason why they're coming back and, and I'm putting them in positions that they're going to be good now and, and later. And, you know, um, you know, so, so I have, I have their best interest at heart. And, you know, people will tell you that. And that sometimes means not selling them a car. That sometimes means, you know, tell them, hey, this is the wrong situation for you. You
3: shouldn't be doing this or, you know, whatever it is. But that's, that, that's it, man. To stop
2: selling. Wow.
0: I love that. Awesome. I, um, I'm i sorry. Are you going to go, bud?
1: Yeah. And, I, the hand, and the handshake thing. Don't forget that. You're
0: right. <laughs>
1: I, I, I just want to know when the book's coming out. That is the perfect title. I mean. Yeah. Wow. I, I got nothing, Herb. I'm sorry, bro. I had to, uh, I, I just, uh, you know, I'm bubbling. I'm on fire. Like, what can I say? I mean, this dude fires me up. What, what, what am I supposed to do? Just sit here and take it. I mean, come on,
0: yeah. So I like what you were saying there. Cause I had a conversation with somebody um, a while back, um, uh, general manager of one of the dealerships I consult with. And he said something that was pretty powerful back then. And you kind of resonate that. And what he said is like, listen, it's not about selling a car. What you need to do is remove the obstacles from the people that are coming in because they're here to buy. All you have to do is just remove, get everything out of their way so that they can make the deal. And You're going to make the deal. Um, All right. So, yeah, I, I love that. So... Um, <laughs> What it is. right yeah for sure man uh you know we uh, dude i got so many questions so much could talk about i stupid this could
1: go on for five hours
0: yeah <laughs> um so i just have one last thing that i wanted to kind of put out there um and then we'll you know wrap it up i know you got you know i get the last do. question i get
2: the last question <laughs> go ahead <laughs> <laughs> fine i forgot to mention one thing you know i only work five days a week so monday through friday i don't work saturday and sunday so we're good. i'm okay. off on the weekend
0: Oh wow! Okay, so, um, wow. For the people right that are taking ops that are, are going to be listening to this, right? And I know that there's no magic formula. Obviously, you know, it's all it depends markets, uh, you know, brands, all that's all those things come into play. But for somebody that's starting up, because sometimes the hardest thing is sticking to with it. You know what I mean? Because it's tough in the beginning. You know, you're up, you're you're there. You you don't have relationships. You're you know, everything's just, it's new, potentially, maybe like yourself, they've never done this. What's the one piece of advice that you, if you can go back and tell yourself back in those days that, you know, that you would do differently back then, what, what would you say to those folks?
2: Uh, you know, definitely believe in yourself, believe in what this this industry can provide you. Um, you know, start building our relationships early. Um, You know, like I said, it's the industry teaches us to just go get another one. And, you know, uh, once we take that out of your mindset and and your mindset changes that, you know, this is a career. This is what I'm going to be doing forever. Finding the right home is key. And it's not about, you know, I don't like this manager. I don't like, you know, the location of this place and the grass is greener on the other side. It's, It's just finding a home, some product that you believe in um you know and then finding somewhere where you're going to be comfortable and call home can't bounce around dealership to dealership because you'll 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 never build on those relationships so early on i i you know pick the right place that, that you know maybe in your area somewhere close to home some something that you believe in and um uh, think of it as a long-term career not just a job a lot of people enter this business that's just a job
1: Right. Uh, I I know that her gets, that gets a last, uh, he has a, a a little thing that he does ask about where Congress is going. But my, my question for you is this, what's your next goal? What, what is, what's next on the plate for you? What are we just, we're so involved in selling cars that it's just going to take over and we get to 20,000 units a, uh, a, a year, or, I mean, what, what is your next goal for, for you? Yeah. I mean that, you know, a lot of people ask that question and, and, you
2: know, I think at this point right now, I mean, I am still doing what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I, I think sales is the best job in the house. So I don't have any ambition to, to go into management. Uh, so I, I think working less, uh, I'd like to probably go from five days a week to four and still be able to maintain the, uh, the numbers that we're doing. Uh, I think that's possible. Uh, just just, you know, like I said, I'm going to have a process change and figure out a way to work four days a week. and Eventually, you know, I'll, I'll probably add a couple more people to my team, and, you know, I, I might end up just growing the team, you know, a dealership within the dealership, per se. And that might be kind of the route I'm going now. Wow.
0: All right, man. Well, so obviously we're winding down here. We'd love to have you back at some point. Still have oh, so man. many questions, so um – um uh, you know, it's been great having you on here. Uh, before we we kind of um, uh, tell the audience where they can reach and all that stuff, um, I always have one question that I ask everybody that comes on, and that question is, where do you see the automotive industry going and why?
2: It's, you know, I think a positive shift, man. This is such a positive shift because we've got so many people um, like myself that are doing the right thing, uh, business. It's definitely evolved. Salespeople are taking on this advisor role and they have evolved. And, you know, it's funny because I had a customer, um, you know, yesterday came in and she was a referral and she was with another salesperson and she had told him she's going to another dealership and the guy just, just blurts out my name. And he says, are you going to see Ali Rita? And she starts laughing because she didn't even tell him she was. So what's happening and, and, and there's so much depth behind that and she told him yeah matter of fact i am and it changed his complete tone and it changed the fact that he can't just it's not about price it's not about what you know about 500 dollars cheaper he actually felt like he had to go beyond above and beyond for this person because i'm doing that so it's gonna change so people like myself and a lot of high achievers are actually changing it uh, without realizing it by, by, you know, other salespeople maybe following this model and saying, you know, hey, I'm going to take care of this customer now and forever somebody else has done, it. and it's happening. And that was such a cool story that she told me, and that's what I gained from it. So business is going in the right direction. Um, you know, it, it, it's improving year over year, and, you know, as long as we kind of adapt this advisor role and advise people to, to, you know, their Best interests, and it's not a one night stand, and it's a relationship type deal. Social media has a big part of that. Um, it, it's going in the right direction. I'm excited to be part of it, and, and I absolutely look forward to the future in this business,
0: right? On man. Hey, thank you so much again, Ali. Again, uh, uh, invitations open. I'd uh, love to have you back on in the future. Um, I want to give you a chance to I know you have a, a book or you co authored a book, so um, yeah. definitely. Make reference there, so the listeners can get some more of your insights through that. And then, if you don't mind, um, if you're comfortable with it, let them know how they can reach you. You know, especially those those folks that might be coming to you for advice, and you know, just wanted to pick your brain.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, uh, you know, reach out on Facebook, and that that's fine. It's under Ali I'm Rita. and you know, I I got five thousand people on my Facebook. Side. I out a way to. I have like two hundred requests. I don't even know how to. Well, what's the next step there? I got to figure that
3: one out. <laughs> um, you know, hey, that's a process change, right? And and I'm always open. Hey, my cell phone number is
2: 313-408-0006. If somebody needs help, and I get people from all across the country asking me for advice, and uh, it's very humbling and, and, and uh, you know, it's so cool and inspiring to see, you know, people reach out with some of their problems. Um, it's cool when they cook. They, they turn back around and they call you and tell you that
3: you, they, you changed their life in a positive way, man. That's absolutely wonderful. And I'm,
2: I'm always open for that kind of stuff to help people out. You know, I appreciate this opportunity with you guys, man. This is so much fun. And I would love to be on here again. Uh, you, guys, you guys are helping, you know, a lot of people out there. And that, that's kind of where we're at now. And that, that uh, book that I wrote with Jamie uh, Boudreaux is called How to Sell 100 Cars a Month. And, uh, you know, you can actually – if you want to download a free copy, you can go to how to sell a hundred cars and we even offer it for free. So you can download a free copy of it there. You can buy a hard copy on Amazon, but yeah, I mean, I'm always available and always up to it.
0: Thank you again. Ali Rita folks. This is amazing. Thank you so much. It's been awesome to have you on lots of insight and uh, as usual, we'll talk later.